0: Welcome to WrestleWolf, I'm Dr. Damian Gibson and this is NWA Power, our little review show where it's just you and me guys, just you and me having a little bit of a chat. Uh, no Matthew to poo-poo, our beloved NWA Power that has risen like a phoenix from the ashes. Second episode of Power, back on fight. Man, I'm just super happy that it's back. <laughs> there is a lot of that can be improved a lot um but I thought this was a better episode than last week let's get into it talk about what happened all right we started with the world's the real world's champion Nick Elders Nick saying that uh Chris Adonis uh, is not part of Strictly Business and you can't just walk straight into Strictly Business it doesn't work like that you have to earn your way into that uh into that faction Trevor Murdoch interrupts and says that he can't believe this is how Aldous is conducting his business and that he's uh, hanging around with rapscallions like uh, Chris Adonis. Nick Aldous then points out that they both went to the same wrestling school that Nick Aldous and, and uh, Trevor Murdoch that is. And uh, Nick Aldous says, well, what's the first thing you taught at Harley races wrestling school? And Trevor Murdoch's forgotten, I think, uh, and Nick Elder says, "Never turn your back on your enemy," and of course, he gets attacked by Chris Adonis. Um, <laughs> uh, he leaps to the attack and beats down, leaves Murdoch for dead, um, leaving the uh, the national title match that the two of them have later on in the show in doubt. Um, but spoiler alert: happens. Cell um, Renaro. Um, Renaro, Renaro, yeah, I think that's right, Renaro. Has Aaron Stevens, um, and uh, Kratos Junior. Uh, for a tag title shot, and Aaron says yes, then says be a man, and then says get out of here. So, interesting. (laughs) That um, Sel Renaro basically was a, I don't know. Kind of a valet character, mid-card joke character, uh for the for the entirety of the first run of power. So I mean I was having a look at um I was having a look at the the roster. I think there's about twelve men on the roster, five women. I mean, it's such a shallow um pool of, of wrestlers who are actually signed to the organization. So I think there's a lot of um Everyone's getting their hands dirty. So it'll be interesting to see who (laughs) who, Sal Renaro gets as a partner, let alone how they do in ring. Um, But anyway, they're going to have a tag team title match for uh, next week. So no fucking around there. Uh, Next up we had a match between Slice... Bill and Jeremiah Plunkett, who's a bit of a journeyman around uh, Southern wrestling promotions, like OVW, uh, places like that. Um, There are a few things that kind of popped out to me, came to mind while I was watching this match. I think um, just the term NWA Arena shouldn't be used. (laughs) It just... I think NWA Studios is fine. Um, Or, like, even NWA HQ. Just... I think Arena reeks of trying to, um, even if it's tongue-in-cheek, it reeks of like trying to reach for something that is obviously not the case. Um, you know, NWA are the, the underdog. You build that up. Don't use terminology like Arena, you know. That's something WWE would do. Um, I think I'm coming around on Tim Storm. I think... Um, I think Tim Storm actually could be quite good on, on uh, commentary, although we we got an announcement later in the episode that he hasn't retired from wrestling, so maybe he'll be involved again in, in one of the titles. Again, with so few wrestlers on the roster, I mean, everyone's kind of doing everything. We had four different people go through the commentary desk uh, on this episode for a start, so um, it is 100% all hands on deck, but I... I I wasn't sure with Tim Storm especially after the pay-per-view but after two episodes of Power I think he's he's coming into his own um, someone who just is not is Velvet Sky. I don't know if she's nervous or she's being forced into a commentary position until she wrestles or she doesn't it doesn't feel like she wants to be there. Uh, there's like no emotion in her voice whatsoever. Like it, it's not it doesn't oscillate at all. It's just at this monotone I am a wrestling commentator and I am happy to be here, but also I'm going to talk really low so people can't understand what I'm saying. Unless people working for WWE, I kind of hate hanging shit on people (laughs) because it's very easy to sit behind a microphone and just be like, that's shit and that's not good and I don't like this and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, no one learns if there's no constructive criticism. And I just, uh, you know, it's been three events now, a pay-per-view and two episodes of Power and Velvet Sky is not good. I mean, it just it, it just comes across as a bit amateur when she's on commentary. And when you compare her performances to uh, well, Nick Aldis on commentary, uh, Malena on commentary, and I'm um, completely blanking, um, uh, Austin Idol, Austin Idol. Uh, (laughs) uh, like it just it it put even more of a spotlight on on how poorly she was doing behind the mic I know COVID has presented a lot of different problems a lot of people have come and gone from the promotion um, so you know you got to do what you got to do but uh, it's just a bit shit you know (laughs) Um, get her in the ring you know, if she's wrestling, uh, if if you've signed her purely as a commentator, then I don't know, maybe get her to become the interviewer. I don't know. I, but she can't stay on commentary, That that's for sure. Uh, Slice Boogie is pile driver. Um, to end this match was pretty brutal. Uh, it was a an uneventful match. It wasn't bad, but it was obviously Slice Boogie getting another win. They're building him up a little bit. And that's all cool. Uh, Next, we have Matthew Mims versus Tyrus. Mims looked okay in the ring. I'd never seen him before. Um, Tyrus obviously got the win here. Initially in this match, I was going to say, I've written down, I would put Austin Idol on commentary. Um, But he's so much, he's so intense. By the end of this match, I was like, oh, please, shush, 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 shush. If you could get him to tone down a little bit and be a heel commentator, then he's almost exactly what, nwa are looking for but i don't know if it's possible for austin idol to tone down i don't think that's something he can do um i did love the he's half man he's half monster i call him the manster uh line from austin idol uh and it was so good he said it again uh tyrus gets the win uh i like the push-up pin that he did with this just you know good heel work Um, I don't know, man. How are we feeling about Tyrus? I mean, he's a big monster. It's not awful. He's not awful. Um, he's obviously going to be in the title picture. Um, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it, but it's only been a couple of weeks, so we'll see. We'll see how we go. Uh, Next up, Pope and Fred Rosser have a quick promo, essentially to be told that their TV title match has been pushed to next week. Uh, They have a little Tate R. Tate, and uh, Pope walks off the set. Uh, Molina's now on commentary, so this is the third commentary change we've had in the episode. Uh, And I've just written down here, it looks like they're searching for a third. It looks like they were kind of auditioning for a third commentator. I'm I would... If I was producing this show, I'd be like, look, we've only got two people who are capable of commentating properly, so let's just go with that, you know. Uh, It worked for Gorilla and Jesse. It worked for uh, Bobby and Gorilla, (laughs) you know. um, It worked for Jim and and The King. I think the two-man or two-person commentary team has always been the best bet. And for some reason, because WWE... Went three per three people across the board, um, which I'm pretty sure they nicked from WCW. Anyway, f- the fashion at the moment is to have three commentators, but it I've said this over and over and over and over again, it doesn't make that much sense to me because you have the play by play. I know the way that it's set up is a play by play commentator, a face color commentator, and a heel color commentator, but that's it feels like you're doubling up because you usually end up with two face commentators and a heel commentator um and then everyone's trying to get their stuff in it becomes very busy um and then for some reason every play-by-play commentator is instructed to scream over the top of these t- <laughs> the color commentators anyway whenever there's a you know two count kick out which is every 30 seconds in wrestling at the moment so i'm not saying this is necessarily an nwa but just in general um, Melina, I don't know if Melina did a great job either, and I really like Melina. She's obviously playing a character where she's being this nice mumsy person, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think she's the, I don't think she's the one. Uh, we, the reason for Melina being out on commentary is uh, a four, well, a tag team match between Thunder Rosa and Alex Gracia versus Sky Blue and Genocide. I really liked. Uh, sky blue and genocide in this match i thought they were really impressive i would just sign them you've got like four women on the roster <laughs> like i would just sign them immediately uh they're both babies but just get them on the roster and give them as much um time as, as you possibly can um i thought alice gracia was okay but i think sky blue and, and genocide stood out here I, I really love the match i think all three of the girls are worth signing Um, I I loved Camille's interference. I don't usually like interference, I I like a clean finish, but this wasn't, I didn't mind this because it created so much story. Busting up the match and then facing off with genocide, which was cool. Melina being a face is interesting. Um, I highly doubt that it's going to last anytime soon, but, um, you know, we'll see. Maybe Melina turns face and is a manager of this stable of Thunder Rosa and friends, but um, which would be cool uh, versus Camille. But um, we'll see. I, did, I really enjoyed that. I think this is the thing I enjoyed the most on the episode. Uh, and then we finished with Trevor Murdoch versus Chris Adonis for the NWA national title with Nick Eldis on commentary. Nick Eldis did do quite well on commentary, but he is the world champion, so you cannot have him on commentary as well. <laughs> Um, It's already seen as a one-man band NWA. If you had him commentating as well, it starts to become a bit ridiculous, I think. Um, uh, What I do like in NWA is when you think that they have done something stupid or wrong as far as storytelling is concerned or in-ring stuff is concerned, they'll bring it up. So Trevor Murdoch came out with a, a neck brace on because of the beatdown that he got earlier from, from Chris Adonis. And uh, just as I was starting to think, like, because Chris Adonis was using it to choke Murdoch and stuff, and I was like, why would you wear that to the ring? Nick Elder said the exact same thing. And so it's addressed, you know. Um, I just like those little touches. I just like that, you know, rather than commentators trying to, you know, think of catchphrases or... Um, you know, what whatever the case may be, you know, even I'll try not to be a dickhead for five seconds when it comes to commentators, but um you know, just tell the story. Look at what's happening in the ring. You know. Nick Elders obviously had the 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 smarts to go oh, People are probably thinking that's a bit dumb. I'll just mention it. Um so then that way it's like ticked off on so even if you do think it's dumb it's like well why did he you know it was brought up by the company so they were aware of it because then Tim Storm could say well if anyone if anyone's had a neck injury you know how painful it is and he would have been advised by doctors to wear it so um, he, you know in my opinion he shouldn't be wrestling but he's fighting through the pain and so you can use it as a story you know like anyway just good just good solid story wrestling storytelling uh, Chris Adonis won. Chris Adonis is the new NWA national title holder. Um, the only thing I would say is, you know, I mean, there were a few no... It was a no DQ match and there were a few things that were a bit heelish that Chris Adonis did, but I would save those stipulations when they can be used properly and... Um, you know, it's if they're I don't understand the re- like I I don't understand why you you would use STIPS or have a stipulation um when it's not used, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like, oh it's a no DQ match, but no one does anything that warrants it being a no DQ match, so it's pointless. Uh so then the next time you have a no DQ match, everyone goes, Oh, well they don't worry about it because they don't You know, no one hits anyone with chairs or anything like that. Um, But there's a very slight criticism. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the fact that they've taken the title of um, Trevor Murdoch and he's got uh, something to chase that, um, you know, we've pretty much got all the titles on heels. Um, I think Camille's probably going to win the women's title uh, and we'll probably have um, eventually all of the titles in Strictly Business. Um, and then, you know, the faces will have to chase down those titles. I think that's great. I think that's Wrestling Storytelling 101, but with the amount of weird and dumb booking decisions that are flying around at the moment in a lot of different promotions, I think this is um, good. <laughs> it's nice to be able to rely on NWA to just tell good, old-school, solid uh, wrestling stories. Uh, yeah i enjoyed this match pretty much all done there guys um yeah hope you're enjoying the new nwa power show Uh, it's good to be back on the air um but uh, i'll leave you guys there um if you want to support us you can support us by subscribing via itunes or wherever you get your podcasts um sorry it's not subscribing anymore it's following Um, because people thought you had to pay money to subscribe, but you don't. Anyway, uh, if you follow us, you will get um, all of our podcasts, NWA, AEW, ECW, WCW, uh, where we take a look back at ECW and WCW. AEW is our weekly news and and review show where Matt and I just chat about AEW stuff, uh, and the little NWA show that I do it all on my lonesome because Matt doesn't understand what good wrestling is. Um, I'm just putting these insults in to see if he does actually listen to this. I'll see if I get a text message tomorrow. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, I will leave it there. We'll talk to you next on our ECW show and then our AEW show. Um, but uh, until then, look out yourselves. Uh, bye-bye.